Juggling podcast number 51, juggling tricks that are good for non-juggling audiences. Hello and welcome to juggling podcast number... 51. Uh, my name is Luke Burridge. And I'm Paula Brentler. And we're here in Berlin. The sound quality should be okay. Uh, we've got a microphone each this we'll week. We'll be great. It should be pretty good. So, um, yeah, some news. What have, we, what have we been up to recently? It's been, it's been about two and a half weeks since the last podcast. Maybe a bit longer than that. I don't know. Um, I can't really remember. What I was it about? Oh, oh, it was about art. Didn't I no, come no. in later? Or yeah, something? no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't the art one. It was the juggling as superpowers one. And, oh yeah. Uh, we got a, a, a bit of good feedback from that. Some people had some other superpower ideas, but to be honest, I can't remember them off the top of my head as we speak now. So um, I guess there's not so much feedback about that. Also, some other good feedback about the juggling as art podcast. I should really go into more of that in in more depth. Um, but again, we'll do that in the future sometime. Uh, and finally, I did say that the next podcast is going to be about um, practice sessions when you're juggling or, or juggling in practice. But I guess that might be next time's uh, uh, podcast now. Um, that didn't oh, I yes, we, so. we talked about the Your Perfect Dinner TV show. The Perfect... Did we? Yeah. And Last you said time. it was really good. Yeah, because it was during the week when we, were, when we were doing The Perfect Dinner. It was like on the third Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. Okay. And you said that the only reason you're doing it was to, um, to show off your artwork. And that was the main it's thing. It's not to show off. It's to advertise. Advertise your artwork. And did it work? It worked perfectly. It was fantastic. No it? one did believe it. Beforehand. Well, before before at the time, well, Polo says, oh, I'll do it and I'll put my art up and we'll do, you know, have people round and it'll go out and a few million people are going to watch it. And, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I've done this before. You know, I've heard stories about, you know, jugglers going onto TV shows and lots of people. No work comes from it at all. Except that when I actually finally saw the, the, the episode on that Thursday night of the camera I crew. I was the here, artist. Yeah, Polo, it was always like, artist, Polo Brendler is doing this. Artist, Polo's doing this. Artist, Polo's doing this. So f- first thing that happened is that we checked the stats on the, on the website and <laughs> yeah, they'd gone. So cool. <laughs> and so many more people had come and looked at Polar's um, at Polar's website. It was unbelievable. It was just sort even of like also because my name is really easy to find on Google. Yeah, I mean that's just unbelievable. people just type in Polar Berlin and they find it. Polar artist, you find Polar's name on Google. Polar juggling. Polar juggling. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah. lots of people obviously found that LukeAndPolar.com website and then clicked through. So <laughs> normally, normally there's about maybe five people actually look at that website because uh, it's there's not, not much on there. It's just a promotion. What our Luke and Polar? A Luke and Polar yeah. website as well, uh, which is good because if, if oh, we, how many people did look on it? That it was time. like 90 people in one oh, evening wow. <laughs> looked through it. And because I've got to use this Google tracking software, Google Analytics, you can see that everyone came onto the website, looked about the About Luke and Polar <laughs> web, like, page and then clicked straight off of it again and they all went off to this <laughs> other website, I guess, you know. Um, so to that was... Uh, my other website. Yeah, yeah. Not this to, other website. Yeah, or to polarbrenner.com. So that was good. And yeah, lots of responses back. So it, and I it, sold it, five pictures. Sold five pictures. Yeah. A lot of money. A lot of money. Really good. A lot of fun. Yeah. Good so money. Yeah, good money. <laughs> so it all worked out. Um, and uh, yeah, not a lot to do with juggling, but that's that's pretty much what Polo's been doing over the last few weeks. And um, yeah, oh, also we went juggling tonight. It was the first time we tried nine clubs in ages. But I've been practicing it nine clubs. It was the first time juggling for me. Well, we except, did perform. We did perform the week before the BJC. Yeah. Yeah, but that was it. I yeah. mean, did we did we juggle at the BJC? We did a little bit, but it was like what it was like maybe thirty minutes or something. The whole oh, BJC. I yeah, it was like on the last night I think after I jugg- the show. Didn't juggle for four months, like properly. Yeah. 
But it was good. Nine clubs is coming not up. Not juggling was good. It was and because juggling I've been, was good. Yeah, tonight. I've been because <laughs> I've, I've been practicing nine clubs a lot with DJ Jochen from Berlin. So uh, we're getting good. You know, we can get thirty catches most. You know, most evenings and and ten clean. You know, and we did get three or so. Yeah, we, which is cool. I threw nine passes out at one point and caught a few as well. But I mean, we've only ever worked on nine once or twice before at all, haven't we? Once. Once before, so it went okay. It went great. Let's get on with today's um. Uh, topic because we've been going on a few minutes about that now um yeah today's topic is juggling tricks that are good for non-jugglers now i was thinking of doing practice sessions and stuff like that and i put out a note on to everyone saying sorry about the the late running podcast and come give me give us some more suggestions and someone came onto uh, our, the uh, the facebook group can i see it here because uh, i want to i want to name name check him here uh, let me check facebook groups um here we go Luke and Polar. Oh, actually, the post that I sent out was saying, "Hey, we've got up above eighty. No, over a hundred members of the Luke and." Uh, oh, do we now? No, no, it's gone oh. back down. It did go up over a hundred, but it went back down to ninety-eight. So it says. Um, Who dropped out? I, names. I can't, I can't check. I can't. I want to have names. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's not a lot goes on here. I mean, it's just it's just a fun group. I'll find you. Um, it says, "Hello, this is Graham Gelding. Hello, Luke and Polar. Just a quick podcast suggestion. I would like to hear what tricks are good for impressing non-jugglers versus jugglers." So um, I thought that was a fantastic suggestion. So let's get straight onto it now. And if you want me to read the emails, send them to me because Luke never forwards them to me. They were they weren't emails. They were suggestions on the yeah, Facebook but there's wall. There's my name on it. Yeah. It says Luke and Polar. I told you about others on there. Anyway. Let's uh, let's talk about that. So first of all, entertaining is juggling actually entertaining in its own right? Well, I actually think it is. Uh, anyone can juggle something, and you know that there's some kind of skill there. Yeah, mm. do you agree with that, Paula? Mm. That you're seeing something of skill, so you think, oh, that's interesting because it's skillful. Yeah, sure. And you can see that in any kind of skill. Yeah. yeah. And juggling because there's some they're throwing and catching. You can see there's some skill there. So I think juggling, you know, is maybe a little bit entertaining just because of that. The best thing about juggling, which makes it like intrinsically entertaining, is the tension. Uh, what you call in in theatre dramatic tension. There, there's some uh, event that's happening, and it's and it can be resolved in a good way or it can be resolved in a bad way. It can turn into comedy and it can turn into tragedy. Tragedy. Um, so, uh, so that's what's happening all the time when juggling. When there's something in the air, there's always this question in the minds of the audience: Is will they catch it? <gasps> is it all going to go terribly wrong, or is it all going to work out I fine? Mean, it, it's not that exciting. No, but it is there. Like when you see, that's the whole thing. It's like when you throw, when someone throws something high. It's not the skill of throwing and catching. It's the it's the amount of tension that builds up when something's in the air. So um, it also applies to like say roller bowler. You know, when someone's on a roller bowler, it's like okay, are they gonna they're gonna get down well or not get down at all? Acrobatics. How, how could I just think of the same thing? Because we saw a video of a roller bowler to, uh, oh, today okay. from the. Thanks for mentioning. Uh, I showed that to you just just for this very um just for this very um podcast anyway so the more tension is created the more entertaining it is or the more you know it can it can uh, be entertaining in a way i reckon um so but this this works both ways because if you create tension say you start off by juggling five balls immediately there's tension there and people go oh that's difficult what's going to happen is everything going to happen and is everything going to finish up like well is everything going to finish up uh, safely and cleanly um people of course don't literally think this it's sort of like something that's just being held in their mind this tension there but then if you if you keep five balls going for maybe 20 catches 30 catches they realize oh this is too easy and suddenly there's no tension there anymore it's just sort of like a, a continuous pattern and then when they drop 
you know, people aren't going, oh, you know, there's a tension because there wasn't any tension. So um, I always think that when you're juggling, if for non-jugglers and for jugglers, that's just something that you've got to keep in mind. You can't keep the same thing going a long time because the tension is there at the beginning, but it trails off a bit. Unless, and here's a big key to it, unless you give the uh, give the audience... Are you starting to yawn already? For yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is quite late at night. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, unless you actually give the people, okay, I'm going to juggle five balls for a hundred catches and you make it out to be all oh, five balls for a hundred catches and you start juggling five balls for the first maybe 20 catches or something like that it's there's lots of tension and then the tension will go off again but then 20 catches before the end you know suddenly the tension begins again it's not of like course, the 10 it's 9 the same 10. like with olympics yeah. running yeah the start is really exciting yeah and the then setting off the and ending then, is really exciting yeah, but I'm and the rest of the time you think oh I could go to the toilet or get myself a drink. Yeah, and it's like any world record kind of run. I'm just saying, this is obvious when you look at other things, but I'm just saying for jugglers, I'm not sure actually how many jugglers um, really you know, think about this kind of thing. If they, if they actually give the audience a start and a finish in, like, tell them or show them or demonstrate something um, in advance. So anyway, so there has to be something in the air and it can't be, you know, the same thing too long, otherwise the tension goes. Well, of course, there's things that don't happen in the air. Devil stick, I think there's no tension to one devil stick kind of routines at all because it's like any time that anything goes wrong so they just sort of like put the stick out and it doesn't matter they can always just like hit it up with a stick because they've always got a stick handy two devil stick there's always a lot of tension but one um cigar boxes where you're sort of just holding it for a long time because there's tension it goes tension it goes tension it goes which is good and also you can keep... the sound the sound gives you attention i think yeah it is but i'm just saying that if you do cigar boxes too slowly like you, it's just holding things and a lot of manipulation um when there's not that tension yeah. in the air it's not entertaining because it doesn't have that tension. It can be beautiful. It can be interesting. It can be dancing-like, but there's not that tension not there. Not for too long. Not for too long. Least. Also, Diablo, where you never throw it. I've seen people do a Diablo routine, and unless you look really, really closely, you, they might as well you might as well just have the Diablo tied to the string, or it might just be connected to the string in some way. And it's, it's a really weird thing. A lot of two Diablo acts are like that. It just never comes off the string. And finally as well, wobbly contact juggling. And I say wobbly contact juggling. If you just do contact juggling, it looks very magical and it's flowing around. But I really hate seeing someone do a trick with contact and they, they go to drop and then they just put the hand out, catch it, and then just put it back into the rolling again. Yeah, but it's better than them actually dropping it. And it because that crack onto the floor. kills everything. Yeah. That is a problem. But I'm just saying there's not that tension there because once someone sees that, oh, when he drops it, there's no tension. It can't hit the floor. He just catches it and puts it back on. I don't think it has the same amount of tension. Oh, you need to talk a little bit louder when you talk as well, Polly. It's a bit quiet. Um, so, uh, so getting past that, you know, that bit, th- that thing that we're talking about there, that sort of tension in the pattern when you're juggling. And juggling isn't actually very interesting at all. Um, it's actually the performer that's interesting. And this is the most important thing. It doesn't matter what tricks you do. If you're not entertaining, if you're not engaging, and if the audience doesn't like you, they don't like the juggling. The only way you can get around this is if you're the world's most impressive juggler or world's most impressive Diablo player. Um, so uh, so that's what you've got to be. You've got to be entertaining. But let's get to some... This is actually about the, not to be how, how to be entertaining. It's more about the tricks that you can do. So let's get into some uh, generic things. First of all, you've always got to answer the question... Why am I doing this trick? And that's very important because if you don't find it interesting, if you're just doing it because you're doing it, non-jugglers will never find it interesting. And to be honest, jugglers won't find it very interesting either. So when you actually think about a trick, I'm not going to tell you straight away which trick is interesting, but just think of a trick. Polar, go. Any trick, go. Think of any trick. Go. 
Don't just jump onto me. No, I'm like just saying that. you should. You should shouldn't be yawning all the time. You should listen. Name any trick, <laughs> any trick at all. Go for it. Anytime you're ready. Any trick. No, I just can't think of something right now. A I'm trick s- that I'm we really were doing sorry. tonight. Any trick. Seven clubs. Seven clubs. On dribbles. On dribbles. Okay. What's interesting about that that um, juggling trick to the audience? Nothing except that it's high. But that's impressive, you know. That's if what you have the height on the stage. If sure. you have, if you can, we were doing um, the uh, the seven clubs four count on triples. I think that's much more impressive and much more entertaining for the audience than say seven clubs on doubles, which is just of sort course. of like everything's just there. So if you and make it looks it, like more clubs, it because does. It's so high. It does a lot, but um, really slowly. It's not really slowly. There's a lot going on there. So um, I've actually said this to people before. I can't remember who it was. I think it was the um, Tepuka from uh, Edinburgh. And they would do this whole thing and they come out and they do lots of uh, fire, not fire, they do this whole glow routine, spinning glow stuff, juggling glow stuff. And then at the end, they all come out and they're all doing something. And at the back, these two guys are doing six club passing on triples. They were going triple, three, four, five, triple, three, four, five. And I said to them, don't bother doing six club at the back do four clubs and just throw the triples because there's so much else going on the stage the only thing the people in the audience would notice or like about it is the big high triples and that's that's it just with your like a random yeah, but sometimes event. it's just easier to do six clubs than four clubs it wasn't easy for them they they dropped in both public shows oh okay or but or they dropped it i think it was an open because stage sometimes it's easier to just do it in a rhythm that you know yeah it is than to just throw a club <laughs> But if you're just throwing a club and you've you've got always having like one hand spare at least you can't drop. I mean, I'm just saying there's there's ways around it. So sometimes it's best to go for less clubs but a bigger pattern than more clubs and a lower pattern, which is actually what we did. So why are we practicing nine clubs then? <laughs> That's for us. But like at the end of our at the end of our tonight show, our sort of like yeah. laser act, we did eight clubs and then we finished with a seven club four count on triples pattern because yeah. it's more impressive. Yeah, and it's easier. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. yeah, that's that's definitely it. So always, for whatever trick, I mean, we just pulled out one trick there, and we can find something interesting about that trick to the audience. Whereas there's lots of tricks that we could just pull up, like yeah. But, but then it's also, for example, seven clubs on singles. I think that looks impressive because it looks like really a lot of clubs because they are going so quickly. Seven clubs on singles. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, but if you're going to make a choice, you know, you've got to have a reason to show a trick. And I think, you know, going from doubles down to singles and back up to doubles again is a good trick for non-jugglers because it's like big, 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 low, quick, 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 and then back up again. And then if you want to go up to triples, okay. that's that's good. That's oh, a good example. we haven't done that yet. What? We haven't done that uh, We've yet. gone up to the, the triples, singles, you know, when I throw triples oh, and yeah, you throw singles. We have, yeah, oh, okay. we have done that, which is pretty good, which is pretty good. So um, uh, that that's... Like I say, if you don't have a good answer about why is this trick interesting for the audience, you might as well not bother performing it. Because if you can't find anything interesting about it, audiences probably won't be able to find it. Also, you've got to I think. I don't think so. Well, I'm just saying. You know, there's it generally. If sometimes you, the simple things look the best. That is true. That is true. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, you don't need to whisper. Yeah, if I whisper into the microphone for Polo to talk louder, because really you're you're talking like this. Anyway, so um, there's lots of different audiences. So I, I mean, I we perform to different audiences and children. I always think children want to see a lot of variety in what they do. They they don't want to see like one thing going on a long time. They want to see shorter things, things. different, lots of smaller, different things, um, progression, simpler things to see. Uh, But then kids. Um, I don't think they get numbers at all. Yeah, I just wanted to say they yeah. w- they want to see something that they s- can imagine to do themselves in a yes, way. Yes, that's pretty cool. Yeah, good idea. 
I would oh, seriously? Yeah, no, it's good. Oh. I mean, that's, that's perfect. So, uh, actually, there's the great story. I might as well tell it that Jan told at the EJC. <laughs> it's my and, favorite story and, ever. And um, he's juggling. Didn't he's juggling you tell that story last time? I think you did. What, on last podcast? I think you did. Anyway, so anyway, he's juggling three clubs <laughs> and he asks a child, how many clubs I'm juggling? And she sits there and she looks at it and looks at it and looks at it, follows the club. And he, at least one. So, you know, if a child can just look at a juggling and go, you're juggling at least one club, you know, or at least one ball. Uh, you know, I don't think numbers are the best things for children, but other people in a circus, you want to fill that space. So, like a big numbers trick in a circus at the end of a routine or in part of a routine, I think. Uh, yeah, if you have goes, an animal, children will like it. <laughs> what? If you juggle on top of a horse, children yeah, will like yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Otherwise, as well. oh, where's the horse? Yeah. So, take the juggler out. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go through some different props, but. Um, uh, Let's just say numbers, actually. So if you're going to juggle numbers, don't close your face off to the audience. I've seen so many people get up and they do a five-ball routine facing the audience and they start juggling five balls and they do all the tricks and you never see their face once. You know, they're always doing stuff with five balls and the audience never gets to see the face. And I think engaging with the audience and being able to look at the audience sometimes is very, very important. And uh, I learned this... But numbers jugglers never do. What? They never look connect at the, to the audience. No, no, you can do it. I mean, yeah, but they normally don't. They normally don't, and that's why jugglers like them, and non-jugglers just go, oh, well, he did some tricks, he span around a bit. That was what actually had so I'm not a juggler? What? I don't like numbers jugglers very much. What? I don't like numbers jugglers very much. What, like people who just get up there and do tricks yeah, with five balls? Sometimes and it's okay. Okay. But normally I want to see them thinking of something else thinking of something creative having an act around having an idea around and not just showing off i agree completely okay so you're not a juggler no well. i am a juggler you said jugglers normally like it no i'm saying more jugglers appreciate that than oh i heard jugglers okay like numbers generally juggling others they'll be more accepting so of, just, said, of just someone getting up there and then. doing five ball tricks that's what i'm saying okay um, i want to so have something around what I just want to have some act around. I, but this is what tricks are interesting. I'm not going to tell people how to develop acts. The whole point is tricks that are, that are interesting for, for audience. Yeah, and but but just tricks aren't <laughs> <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. If you get enough variety in there and different stuff. So that's what I'm saying. What you want to do is, is do tricks where people can see your face. So don't just stand face on to the audience. And also yeah, with but clubs, that's performing now. That's not doing a trick. I'm j- it is, because don't do lots of tricks together with looking up all the time. You've got yeah, but to that is about performing, Luke. You can't tell me <laughs> that you're talking about tricks when you suddenly sneakily go into performing. Okay, here's a trick. When you're doing five balls, don't do five balls without stopping and going into a low three-ball pattern at some point. This is what I learned from Victor Key, and if you see his routine, he's all the time doing, even when he's doing five balls and seven balls and stuff, he's doing stuff at the level at eye level that he can look out at the audience as well when you do stuff with Diablo that do is performing I'm that just isn't saying, doing a trick Luke okay so three clubs that's do the three style clubs. of doing a trick three clubs. but it isn't the trick <laughs> come on okay. be clearer okay if, okay so there's if you're going to do rings or if you're going to do lots of clubs do it sideways on so that at least people can see your face in profile so they're not just looking at your chin like this or which is, your nose yeah okay so maybe that is how to present to the audience I'm just saying Three clubs is good because when you do three clubs, it's easy. You can look at the audience and people can. It's good. Let me just say three okay. clubs is good. Yeah. For, for non jugglers, three clubs is all you need to do with clubs. Okay. Let's that's fine. Let's, or that's do talking five clubs. about a trick. That is talking about a trick. Okay. But not, oh, there. And then you look to the audience. No, that's not a trick. I'm not saying that you look to the audience. I'm saying doing tricks that you can keep eye contact with the audience rather than always having to look up. 
Okay. So don't do nine seven five three one nine seven five three one nine seven five three one pirouette 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 nine seven five three one high three seven four four. To forget all of that kind of stuff. Do but a the high edge three. from performing to trick is very okay. very narrow. So if you do five clubs, do it on doubles and do it sideways onto the audience because all the clubs line up in the end. It looks beautiful. There, that's a good trick for non-juggling audiences. Good. That's good. Um, if you do rings, do them. Like, do plenty of rings, because rings are cool. Actually, let's just go on to some of this. Um, first of all, like I say, keep eye contact with the audience. That's what they want, because they want to do this. Make but it easy. But with rings... Yeah. Okay, but that's, again, performing. Do it sideways, uh, on. Do Of course, do it <laughs> sideways, but also show the audience how many rings you have. I've got this written down here. This is good. But let's oh, start off with this. No, but let's start, because oh. I'm just getting onto that. I'm getting onto that. Okay. Make it easy for the audience to keep track of your props. So first thing... Okay, so I'm not allowed to finish my sentence no, no, just on. because so you want to read it off no, your, your sheet that I can't read from here. <laughs> first thing, <laughs> go for it. Say what you're going to say. I wanted to say with clubs, it's yeah. easier to show how many clubs you will throw into the air. Yeah. And the people don't have to count them while you are while they are in the air. Yeah. And with rings, you normally have them like crumble in your in your hands so that you can't count them. Yes. So show them how many rings there are before you throw them into the air. And with balls? With balls, it's the same. The same as rings or clubs. I reckon it's no, about half balls, and half. with balls, you can show. Yeah, you can hold you them can up. Hold easy, them yeah. up and show. But yeah. do that. But I guess that's again performing. It's not really. I'm just saying it's, it's leading it's, to a trick. It's it's leading up to a trick, but it's how to make but juggling. It is. Yeah, it more, is more performing. Yeah. It isn't a trick. But it's how to make it more impressive or more approachable for non-jugglers, yeah? Well, that's exactly actually what I, uh, good idea. I do that at the beginning of my uh, ring routine, don't I? I have those rings in my hand and I go one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. and I drop them all down into my hand at the say, at the very beginning of the routine to make it very clear. Six rings. And when I do five balls, I go, five. <laughs> actually, the rest of the props are easy because they're all lined up at the, on, the, on the prop stand, so that's quite easy to see. Um, yeah, exactly, but that's And really then good. you paint them and go, look, everybody, five clubs now. Now six clubs. Now and seven. And then I sh- even show them yeah, you actually write clubs. seven on the, with the street show version. You actually write yeah, but seven. I won't do that this year. No, no, because I think the picture is is, is it tatty afterwards. Yeah, and the people <laughs> don't want to buy it when there's a big seven on it. I mean, it's a bit silly. Yeah. Anyway, I'll just show seven. That's before, That's not juggling poly. I know. Okay. So I think the edge <laughs> is too narrow. <laughs> okay, let's go for, for there tricks. There isn't <laughs> There's no trick. So, blur, we're blurring the line. I'll get on to some tricks later. Um, so, here we go. Uh, another thing is that if you can... Another thing that I learned when doing um, theatre and drama at college as well is that you can make the audience look at stuff by where you look. So, if I look at something, the audience will also look there. So That's why I always look off stage so that no one looks at you. Thank you very much. I'm Polly. joking. I always look at you. Yeah. And do you know what? What? When you do your six clubs yeah. and you throw one club into the air, yeah. I always move my hat up. up, even if, of course, I can just do it with the eyes. Yeah. But I do it with my whole hat yeah. so that the people really swoon. see that I'm looking up. You should swoon with your arms and go, <gasps> <gasps> I should open my mouth and yeah, my go, eyes. <gasps> and point as it goes, Whoa! no, don't point because then I'll drop and you'll be going, oh, and you'll be pointing <laughs> into the audience and off the side of the stage and stuff. Yeah, so that's... Um, Silly. <laughs> yeah, look where you look. So if you're going to do something and you and you throw a ball off to the side, look at it. Or, you know, if you bounce something here and there or throw so something high. are we talking about performing? No, I'm just saying what if you just make it easy. Right if you do a high throw, look up at the high throw. Um, and if you want to see something going on down below, say if you throw a, a club up, tip your head down 
and do the, the uh, Ignatov, which is where you throw a club high and then you spin two underneath it, one each way underneath it. It's a good trick. But if you throw the club high and do the trick underneath it while looking up at the club, people do that. So if you throw a club high and then the next time you throw it high, don't look at it, look down, people won't keep looking at the high throw. They'll look down and see what you do with the two claws okay. or the box thing with your hands. I'm just saying, it's a way of, of uh, keeping track, uh, letting but the audience keep track. But that is performing. No, it's not just performing because it's, a, it's, it's like, say, do an Ignatov. Throw a club high, spin too low underneath it, but look at the low stuff. It's a performing tip along with a trick that the audience is okay. like. Um, also, make... Uh, um, it's not a trick, but prop choice here as well. Make the props the right colour. So don't juggle white against a white background or black clubs against a black background. Don't juggle um, green or blue clubs inside like in a theatre. That's an interesting trick. I'm just saying, make it easy for people to follow it. Um, so if you're going to use any props, pretty much stick with red and yellow and orange and white and bright colours. Don't go with blue and, uh, and green. Um, also, it, just if, if people are unsure... Non-jugglers like those kind of colours of props better than green and blue because oh, yeah, they're true. easier to keep track of. True, I'm just true, saying. True. I'm going for what non-jugglers yeah, I, like. I just forgot the non-juggler. Um, non-jugglers also like props of different colours. Jugglers hate it. Non-jugglers love it because they. Do you think so? Well, maybe not all, but I I think. I think that that we are back to the kids. Who like it? No, I'm just saying that if you have... Okay, say, it ha- like, with my five-ball routine, I have four white balls and one red ball, and people can follow that. I mean, it's a very, very clear thing that yeah, they but look... but I think that is fine for jugglers as well. It's fine for jugglers as well, but I'm just saying specifically for non-jugglers. Like, if you're doing, like, multiplex tricks and stuff for jugglers, they can go, oh, I can see the patterns there. But, like, even three-ball stuff with one ball different and you actually make the, the different ball go around it's very very clear uh, Victor Key does that he, do, he does well actually well, that's why I take, took my five ball routine I off know in the a end. trick that non-jugglers love what's that they think it's great what's that so many people say to me when when we are talking about um, like street shows and yeah they say oh, I once saw that mm-hmm. that juggler and he he juggled an apple <laughs> A knife and it, a I ball or something. I was hoping to get through this entire podcast without doing the eating the apple trick. Uh, that's but Luke, you asked what non-jugglers let's love. Get, let's and get I heard that, that so <laughs> many times. Someone saying to me, oh, I saw that great <laughs> act. It was so funny. It was really, really cool. Seriously, know, why shouldn't I say that? I, it's it's true. no problem. It's just that is the one trick that jugglers hate because eating the apple is the one thing that jugglers hate because it's the one thing that all non-jugglers love and they all find yes, the most Im- amazing we, thing. The podcast is about what yeah. non-jugglers love. Let me let me just finish off about the different props and colors of props and stuff. I just thought it's three different things. Okay, non-jugglers okay. Love yes, that is great. That is great. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's go. Oh yeah, also look at the Michael Motion video that's been mentioned online a bit. It's the, on the TED Talks. It's uh, look. Look for Ted Talks Michael Motion And he does it It's like a 45 minute long video But he does this thing And he goes Okay I'm just going to juggle five balls And he bounces them off the floor And says Okay keep track of them And everyone's going It looks like a mess Then he swaps them For all different colour balls And then he goes Keep track of the red one The blue one The pink one The blue one the green one, you know, and people are keeping track of it. And I think that kind of thing really does appeal to jugglers. But if you just, you don't have to set it up that obviously, but, you know, you sometimes, I think, like, some of one colour, one of the other, it makes it very, very easy for non-jugglers to follow what's going on. So, uh, And it's also easier to keep track of numbers. Yes. For them. Yeah. Like, if you have five colours, they know you have five props. 
yeah, that's very obvious. Or you could do what Charlie and Haggis <laughs> do, and she goes, okay, all these five balls have five different names. This one's Frank, this one's Derek, this one's Bob, and stuff like that. And then they juggle it, and they take, you know, they, they take the balls out and drop but back in, take the balls example, out and drop back in. is something for kids, because kids can really keep track. Yeah. They would say... That wasn't Fred. Yeah, that's what Charlie Dancer was saying. The kids would come up and say, you said you took Fred out and put Nigel back in and it wasn't. It was Nigel and Derek. <laughs> uh, say, oh, when he, I don't know if he actually used names. Maybe he just yeah, used the numbers. I, I can't I remember they, what he said. I think they had names. Uh, and people would say, oh yeah, take up all number four, put in number two. And they're like, that was number six. <laughs> Shut up, kids. <laughs> kids can count better than you can. I think um, they just follow one thing. Yeah. And they are six kids. Yeah, six kids <laughs> following five balls. <laughs> yeah, they can keep track of them. Self-organizing. You okay. Okay, so uh, again, keep in mind, it's not what you do, it's how you present it, okay? But let's just move on to some no, specific... No, we haven't talked about performing. No, no, so just keep the performing in your back of your mind. You've got to have another idea there, make it artistic, do something as well. But here's some tricks that um, have stood the test of time over the years. And the, the, one of the cool things to do is actually look at videos that were filmed in like 1915 or 1901 and see the jugglers there. And you see some weird tricks, but you see that people are still performing to this day and you work out why are they still performing to this day. It's because they're still good. What are you looking for, Polly? I quickly need a blanket. Okay, quickly get a blanket. So, no, no, it's okay. Just careful with the microphone. Uh, so let's go straight on to three balls because that's where you can always start. Um, three balls are good. Yo-yo tricks. Do tricks with the yo-yo, which means two balls in one hand and other stuff with the other hand. Um, if because it's just careful. It's just great because people like to see you do two balls in one hand and do other things with the other. I, I'm not going to tell you. I like it. I like it too. Normally, jugglers, it doesn't go down with the jugglers because people go, yeah, but you're just doing two in one hand and none, nothing with the other. Yeah, but you can be really creative with it. Yeah, I know. Um, so do yo-yo tricks because they've been popular for about 150 <laughs> years. <laughs> okay, three in one hand. If you're doing three balls, go into three in one hand and then finish and go back into three with two hands. Come on, Impressive. say something about performing. No, I'm say not that they should I'm put the other hand really far away. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> say it. Okay, when I do three clubs <laughs> in one hand, I wave with the other hand. No, I don't actually. I put it behind my back, and if nobody's noticed, then then I wave, and then I say, "No, this is hard." Okay, I'm not going to talk about that. Just do three in one hand. It's impressive. Claw catches look good. Penguin catches look good. Back of the hand catches, nobody sees them because they don't see your hand turning over very much. Um, but behind your back, really good. But yeah, throw what back crosses? Yeah, yeah. Back crosses are very, very noticeable, especially if you do them really high and you sort of look, you tip your head back and you do and them up And when you turn your, your head to the right and to the left. No, you don't do that with balls much. No. Oh, we are just talking about I'm balls. I'm mainly talking about three balls. Oh, I'm going through lots of stuff. The box trick is great because you can look left, right, left, oh, yeah. right, left, right. Again, kills with non-jugglers. Um, juggling, <laughs> juggling with your arms crossed. Very impressive. Juggle with your arms crossed. People go, he's juggling. <gasps> His arms are crossed. So that's uh, been popular for many, many How years now. How is it about these ugly what? tricks, like between your legs and um, stuff? Well, I think they look uh, they they look ugly, but they can be impressive. Don't juggle balls. like Don't throw them between your legs. Lift your legs up and throw yeah, the balls under your legs. Because um, clubs, you can get away with throwing them between your legs. Balls, if you do that, it looks like really seriously bad um, but yeah doing body moves so under the leg back crosses stuff like that intrinsically very impressive uh, I said juggle with your arms crossed Mills mess is good but if you do Mills mess variations jugglers work out what's going on non-jugglers just see 
mess. It's called a mess for a reason because it looks like a mess. Your arms are crossing, your uncrossing, the balls are doing random stuff. Non-jugglers don't, really don't get the uh, the swirly stuff going on there quite as much as juggling j- uh, jugglers do, unless you're doing globe balls, and then all. Then everything is artistic. Yeah, everything is everything is cool with glow balls, but and not I guess really. Uh, juggling with your feet as well. I mean, what? putting a ball onto yep. your foot. Yeah, bouncing balls off different parts of the body, it bouncing it off your head, again, yeah. on your arm. Oh yeah, catching it on your head, on your neck. Yeah, all of this is is very very impressive um, for non jugglers. Uh, if you throw a ball really high and you do something underneath it, it will be missed. Um, but if you do something, if you throw it really high, put a bit to the side, and you actually run after the ball and catch it, or if you throw it, let it bounce and it come back to you, people are very impressed with that. If you just throw it high, it goes up and down. But if you get sideways motion at all with balls, uh, with three balls and high throws, is really good. If you've got more than three balls, um, eh, there's tricks that look nine seven five three one can look good for jugglers, especially if you do it sideways on, because then they all can line up in the air. It can look good. Five ball shower always very impressive. Other stuff. Uh, I'm not so sure, except here's the key, multiplexes. Jugglers uh, go, eh, it's not real juggling, it's a bit easy, but non-jugglers love multiplexes. They love really? seeing explosions. But Yeah, I've talked to quite a lot of jugglers, and they're always very impressed with uh, multiplexes. Non-jugglers, so, you mean? Non-jugglers, yes. Okay. Uh, talking to, to um, members of the general public, the MGPs, as we call them. Um, so there's some stuff with, with, with balls. Uh, seven balls? Yeah, yeah, do it for a little bit. Don't do any tricks with seven balls. It's too hard. Nobody can keep track at all, um, unless you just do a, a cascade. That's all you pretty much need to do with seven balls. Six balls. I don't really perform with six balls much, but it can be. Maybe there's interesting stuff with seven balls. The great uh, jugglers. They they do sort of like five balls with a with like a half shower. So throwing balls over the top, seven balls over the top um, is good. Just doing five balls with one with all. I think stuff you're talking down. too loud. Yeah, I'm doing all right. I think it's cut off. It's not cutting off. It's, it's okay. Maybe it's a little bit loud, but you certainly need to talk louder. Um, so, rings. Interesting tricks for non-jugglers that you like, Polo. Go. Rings. Yes. For for jugglers or for non-jugglers? Non-jugglers. Colour change. What? <laughs> really? Color, I think colour change is just the most impressive thing. Which is why we do it in two shows. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, uh, seriously. No, I no, think I, that's I, a big, big, big trick. Yeah, it is. Everyone's very impressed with colour change. And the coolest thing is the ideas behind it. Well, different How ways of color changing. That happens. Yeah. My favorite one is still the 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 heat. The Ch- heat. The change oh, yeah, of yeah, the heat. So the color changes of the ring. Yes. That's my favourite. Who said that? Was it the Battle Beasts who said that? I can't no. remember. Who was it? That's really mean. No, no, I can remember. They were saying, it was oh, a it was friend really of a friend of oh, mine. Oh, was it? Okay. At the Sofa Variety. Uh, okay. And he so is even... I don't want to call him juggler, but... He, he has clubs. <laughs> he can juggle. But he I'm can just saying, club. what you do, you have, I just really <laughs> lay it out very similar for people. Rings, different colours on both sides, flip them around while you're juggling. The quicker you do it, the better you do it. The more interesting way you do it, the better yeah. you do it. If you're juggling in, in a, with people all the way around you, you can do it twice. Because some people will see it from sideways on and they won't notice it. So the way I think I'm doing it now, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it once for the people in, like in one direction and then I turn and then I do half shower with like flat front rings going over the top and everyone can see that because then you've got rings sideways on to to the people in the front and to the people at the side and you can get them to change colour for both people when you do that if you do it long enough so um, uh, yeah that's good Uh, also with rings um, pancakes pancakes do you think for non-jugglers that is any interesting I have had always had good reaction for pancakes okay not 
not that good. Maybe it's because it's the end of the routine and when I finish, everyone claps. But th- there must be a reason why Sergei Ignatov, Anthony Gatto, pretty much most ring jugglers finish with five rings because it is a very impressive trick, especially if they're colour changing because then you get this flash, 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 flash going on oh, there. Okay. Um, which is cool. I think colour change is a lot more impressive. I really like the colour change. Uh, yeah, but it's impressive, but once you've done it, it's it's gone. Well, it's not gone. Yeah, but the magic is yeah, gone. Yeah, the magic is there. Um, so, uh, f- finger Unless flourishes. Unless you do pancakes later and the people see, oh, it's doing <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's actually what we did once, didn't we? When the battle beast was saying, they said, oh, it was really great. And then you pulled the rings down over your head at the end and we could see there were different colours. And we were like, you gave away the trick. And I was like, I didn't think it was a trick. I didn't think you could give that away. I thought it was obvious, but no. There no, you go. it's not. It's not obvious. Um, so, okay. Uh, pull, pull rings down over your head. Always very good. And finally, let me think. Oh, the finger flourishes where you go... <laughs> like that and spin around your fingers that always goes down really well um but it's it's not so much of a trick it's more a flourish what is a flourish a flourish is when you do this with a club yeah 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 some kind of just nice fill a bit yeah yeah okay finally the most magical trick that i've seen with rings five rings continuous half pirouettes if you'd get a chance to look at a video of uh, sergey ignatov jr just doing it over your head he just goes over them over backwards forwards backwards forwards and it looks really wild i yeah i guess you could but it, that would look they cool. don't. They don't change sides because it's all five up backwards over the head. And it, but that I just would look say, cool. L- look for the video on online. Um, it it looks magic. Clubs. Here we go. What what looks good with clubs? Polar. Just jump. L- with straight over clubs, to I think yeah. when you spin them quite quickly, I think that is impressive. The full for tempo juggling thing. Yeah, for none. That is actually. Let's just talk about clubs for a bit. Balls, they don't spin in the air; they're just points. Rings, you can do things with them, and they take it more space. Now, clubs, they take up a lot of space in the air, and they've got this extra flip dimension to them as well. So, again, the whole thing spinning them really quick, like Polar says, like really fast. Uh, check out Mario Mario Berisek, who's um, Quickest juggler in the world. Fastest juggler in the world. And I'm not kidding. He really is the fastest juggler in the world. And also going from, like Toby Walker does, going from quads, 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 and five clubs, and then into flats, 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 flats. It's suddenly just everything goes boom, and everything sits up there. So, yeah, different spins with clubs. Like I said before, if you're doing five clubs and you're turning sideways on, you know, let people see the clubs flip end over end. It looks a lot more impressive sideways on. Um, But a lot of tricks face on with clubs is good, especially with three. If you do chin rolls anything really involving the head where you roll them over your head and just turn them on your head um because audience can really see that and they realize now that you're not just using your hands so kick-ups are also very impressive with clubs uh one of the most interesting things that i've seen well not interesting tricks for me as a juggler i just didn't care at all i was at this uh, the imperial chinese circus and they were performing in a theater in darlington back in the uk and this guy was juggling four uh tennis rackets no squash rackets whatever they are just juggling them and he was doing it um, on sync and then he changed from doing it sync to what async sync? sync like synchronous throws with both hands and then he oh. went to asynchronous so left right left right left right instead of both both and just transitioning from one to the other huge round of applause from the audience and I was looking like all this juggler sitting together looking at each other going that's rubbish he didn't do a trick then everyone else was going hey like that whole theatre but it's people. seriously these small things yeah. that the audience really impressed also as you said a kick up yeah we see it as just a way of uh, of of starting, but um, jugglers and like non-jugglers look at it as a trick, and that's what I actually wrote down here. You know, if if for you it's a transition from one to another, it's like with Diablo. You see people speeding up the Diablo; they just go, "Oh, I need to get the Diablo quick," and everyone's going, "Wow, it's really quick!" He's whipping it backwards and forwards, and 
and they don't realize it's not a trick. It's a way to speed up the Diablo, but yeah. they see it's a trick. That's what I and thought. And it looks impressive. When Tempe speeds up two Diabolos and he's going, and they're bouncing all over the place, I think that looks more impressive than most two Diablo tricks by anyone yeah, else. Yeah, I just wanted to say that sometimes I'm most impressed when I see Diabloists and they have, for example, three Diablos. Yeah. And they find that new way or that really cool way of getting the third Diablo in. Yeah. Sometimes they throw it. Like trapping or like spinning it off. And then just having that one Diablo under control while the other two are still spinning. I mean, that's so impressive. Yeah. It's like when we've seen, um, what is it, the uh, juggling with violin guys and he gets a kid out from the audience. He just gives one stick to the the kid and there's two Diablos going and he just stands there and holds the other side and they keep going and everyone's going, wow, look, he's doing it without, with only one hand and the kids. And yeah, that kind of stuff's impressive. The things that you think aren't impressive with Diabolos especially and with clubs you're just like transitioning from one pattern into another like going from three club singles into three club doubles you know for you it's just a transition for everyone else it's an amazing trick um yeah so clubs like i say balances rolls anything with the head and with the feet um and flipping um what else have i got here with clubs didn't really have very much here um oh yeah when, when you're doing anything with juggling, let me just say this. Not so much um, individual tricks, but starts and stops, like we were saying just before. If you have a good start and a good stop, you don't need to do any trick in between. You can just do a cascade, and you've got a routine. So you do a cool start with three clubs and a cool finish with three clubs. The audience, they don't think, oh, that was a good routine. or All he did was two tricks. All he did was juggle three clubs for ten catches. They see a good, solid mini routine there. So keep that in mind. Anytime you're starting with three clubs, start in an interesting way. Anytime you're finishing with three clubs, finishing finish in an interesting way. Same with balls and, and rings, too. Uh, move on. Diablo. What looks good with Diablo, Polly? Go. I know you just said with the three Diablos. For non-jugglers? Yes. Throw it really high. (laughs) Really? (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) That's the cool thing with Diablo. With Diablo, you've got this whole whip thing going on. No, not whip. Uh, What do you call it? Some physics is on your side with Diablo. It's stable in the air and you can chuck it really high. The worst thing ever to do is do a Diablo routine with, like I said before, with the Diablo staying below your shoulder height on the string all the time. Keep the Diablo off the string as much as possible. Also, stop more often with Diablo. Show at the beginning, it's not spinning. Now it's spinning. And get it to stop more often too. So if you think of some tricks where you can stop the Diablo. Um, Don't string lots of tricks together that are the same. I've seen so many routines that are performed by Diabolists for jugglers and they go, okay, some tricks around the arm and now both arms and now the other arm and now around the leg and now around the other leg. I think for jugglers the most impressive thing or for me, it is uh, when there is a lot of tricks connected to each other, but yeah. not like you said, uh, one arm, then yeah. the other yeah. arm, then one leg, then the other leg. Mm-hmm. But when it's going from the one arm to the other, around the head, around the leg, and you think, what? Yeah, where, where when did you that tie arm yourself in from? knots. Yeah, yeah. I mean that is so impressive when you don't know how it was done when it's yeah. close to magic. It is. That it, lots of stuff like that but you can't and do your whole routine then it doesn't need to leave the string that often no it doesn't need to but I'm saying that can only part be for a non-juggler that's one part of your routine but I've seen lots of people do routines where it's all of that for three minutes and non-jugglers turn off and this is what I learned quite a bit with the workshop that I did with Donald Grant 
which was all one Diablo and performing with one Diablo. Uh, and you can see this if you look at Di- Donald Grant's Diablo routine. It's all simple stuff. Well, it's not all simple stuff. There's some difficult in- stuff in there. But you, if you analyze it and, and look at the kind of things that he does, he does a bit here, a bit there. He does a stick grind, and then he moves on into some throws, and then a bit around the leg, and then he a bit behind the back. doing it for non-juggling audience. Exactly. So when I put my put, routine together, yeah. I looked at his routine. I didn't say, what tricks is he doing? I'm saying, what has he put together here which is appealing for non-jugglers and I did realise it was lots of variety so that's why in my Diablo routine I start off with some stuff look this is a Diablo spinning it can move in all these different ways here's some high throws here's you know string climb although I don't do that because I use the spin abalos um, but yeah I just put it together that there's lots of different stuff and about you know I'd say probably about a third of the tricks that I do in my Diablo routine are stuff that I de- put together myself in a way you know tricks that I've, yeah. I've come up with but they're chosen specifically because I know that the audience is they've not seen a trick like that before in my routine and I think what is very important when you want to perform for non-jugglers that you don't feel bad for doing a simple trick really not the string climb exactly is your that's friend. what i meant the yeah. high throw is your friend yeah, yeah you definitely. have to do it and you don't have to feel bad for it yep. because you you want the people to enjoy it and not yourself thinking oh my god i'm so embarrassed i'm actually doing this now yeah also, when, if you're ever going to talk and do Diablo at the same time, don't use the tricks that were invented by Donald Grant and put in his um, stick grinds and suicides books and stuff like that, because that's the terminology now. You can, what? Okay. I didn't get that. Do you know what a genocide is? Mm, I know, suicide. <laughs> do you know what suicide means? It's, isn't it that when it's on the string? And no, it means somebody killing themselves. Oh genocide. Yeah, of course. I know yeah, what this is. The, this is the whole point. So when you're up on stage, you say, "No, I'm going to do a triple." Oh, okay. Now I understand. Vertex triple you genocide, yeah. and people go, "Genocide? What kind of tricks that?" Don't use these names in public. Use them sometimes for jugglers when you're talking to jugglers. Don't start saying, "Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do an infinite suicide," and people are like, "What? Ah! What kind of tricks this?" And then you don't put the string around your neck and pretend you hang yourself, which is what they expect from a suicide trick. But you don't do that. So yeah, like do all these tricks. Don't call them that. Infinite suicide, like when you do one-handed one yeah. stuff. I do that all the time. Always gets a big reaction. But uh, you don't going, say what it is. I don't say. I said, ladies and gentlemen, now one-handed diablo. Oh, yeah, I do it. Yeah, I do actually do say one-handed diablo. And diablo. now with the other hand. And now with the other hand. And take my hat off my head when I'm doing it, just to make sure that they know I'm doing it one-handed. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, so yeah, and also if you do a cat's cradle, don't call it a cat's cradle. Although they might know that. Call it tying it in a knot. And if you do some stick releases and stuff like that, say letting oh, yeah, go of the stick. Things very impressive. What? Yeah. Tie knots. <laughs> do find some knot tricks. Learn what a Fritz release is, and when you got that, then move on to some other stuff. Um, so anyway, other props. Uh, any other props that we? W- this is what we really concentrate on in our shows, isn't it? The balls, the clubs, and rings, yeah, and Diablo. I think so. um, like I say, bouncing. Bouncing's good, but again, you need to know that the audience. You you need to make it very clear that you're not dropping by accident. I know I know that sounds really silly, but you know you've got to make good patterns and and clear patterns with bouncing. Otherwise, the audience thinks that's really easy. You're just dropping it and catching it again, because it, if it is easy, you know when you, if you want to just do three ball bounce juggling, you've got to do some interesting stuff there. Um, devil stick. Uh, two devil sticks is impressive. Otherwise, I can't think of anything that's impressive to non jugglers. No, to be honest. I don't think that two devil sticks is more... <laughs> why, why, why are you laughing? No, I, I just don't know what you're saying. The thing is, with one devil stick, at least it can change hands and... Yeah. But most people who do two de- devil sticks, yeah, they are not creative enough or good enough 
to actually have an act. No. In my opinion. It really you, they it have to build up. It is two devil sticks and that's it. That's yeah. the trick. Yeah. And that's not good enough. Also, it comes, this is my final point now, when we just move on to other props, and I think this is where it's at to make stuff interesting for juggling, is if you use stuff which only jugglers use, non-jugglers don't understand what's going on. So if you use cigar boxes, they think there's magnets involved, because nobody <laughs> nobody really knows no what mirrors, cigar boxes no are. Magic. What? <laughs> no mirrors, no magnets. Should, stop does. quoting my show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I do the roller bowl, I get up there, I'm not going to go through it now. Um... Sorry for that. Yeah, I think Pearl has seen my show more than anybody else put together in the world ever. Um, yes. So, so yeah. So the whole point it. is that you know you've got to find something that the audience can identify with that jugglers you know which d- it doesn't mean anything to jugglers. So this is what became the big craze. This is when juggling really took off in variety and vaudeville entertainment. It's when jugglers in stopped. What? Vaudeville entertainment, theatre in Amer- American variety mm. theatre kind of thing. Um, so when when they they didn't dress up as Indians anymore and uh, juggled knives, which is great, and they didn't juggle balls and stuff, they actually juggled things that gentlemen used: top hats, canes, cigar boxes. Back then, people actually had cigars in cigar boxes. People don't really know what they are anymore unless you're from Cuba. Um, so uh, so these days, I really do suggest if you if you're gonna do something some juggling, you can use balls, clubs, rings, diablo, devil stick, and that kind of stuff. But I really do suggest put something in your act in which involves something which isn't a juggling prop, because then people realise that hey, wait a second, he's doing something with a pen there or with a mobile phone there, uh, and you know you can see an iPod. Yeah. You know, I think there's I, I think that's the way to go. But don't use top hats. An apple. An apple, <laughs> some food, an egg. Juggle eggs and get two people to pass eggs over some kids laying between them. <gasps> oh, that sounds original. Um, yeah, but it does go down quite well. Actually, some idea. Oh, that we didn't talk about juggling knives. Knives again. This is one of those things. If you're going to juggle knives, make sure the knives look cool. Make sure they're big. And they make sound. And they Not make a cool sound. Yeah, we got some. I like the. <laughs> yeah, we we had the the beard knives, which were like made of stainless steel, and they were like really heavy and when you scrape them they go <laughs> and now we've got the babash aluminium knives which are really light really easy to juggle and really pleasant to juggle and you can fly with them easy and stuff like that and you scrape them together and they go <laughs> or if yeah it sounds it sounds like this which it's is not, not quite like that but um it's really really not that impressive sounding so don't scrape them together if it sounds crap and i've seen people go and i'm now going to juggle these knives and they hit them together and they go ding 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 and then everyone looks at these and they go that's a bit crap and um, don't let anyone touch the never knives. let anyone touch your knives when you finish juggling your knives put them in a box take them away put them away juggling fire very impressive i'm not going to get into all this kind of stuff because it's more about tricks and and uh yeah not props not so much the props but like i say i juggle but tennis balls sporting equipment is very impressive fire yeah is juggling fire is yeah. the trick it is a trick it for, for non-jugglers it is the trick no I, I i i disagree i think it's very much lowest common denominator stuff because when you do it it's like look at me i'm juggling fire and as soon as then you start doing tricks it suddenly becomes like oh it's not that difficult because they're doing tricks you've got to really build up fire in a big way and you can't just but get people up. people think it's beautiful. They do, but you can't just get up and juggle fire with nothing else there. You know, in it, in of itself, it's not that impressive because any fool who can just juggle can pick up three to fire torches. It for juggling fire and globe equipment, I think as well. It comes down to a lot about the performance aspect and, and actually proper routine and choreographing that actually makes it look good. Um, but that's just an opinion of mine because I've seen so many people go, "Oh, fire!" and they get up. I've seen so many fire shows at juggling conventions, and it's just like. If this was not on fire, yeah, Luke, I would walk away. Yeah, but you are a juggler. I know. 
So you can't say it. Oh yeah, maybe that's just for me. The thing is, when when you have a a fire on the beach, for example, just a fire, you stare at it. You can sit next to the fire and stare at the fire for hours. Yes. And I think it's very similar with fire torches. You can can sit there and stare at it. Maybe some nice music. Yeah. And I think that's enough for a lot of people. Yeah. So you don't need a lot of big tricks. When you juggle fire, fire juggling is the trick. But again, it comes back to that tension thing. It's like, oh, he might burn himself. Oh, he might burn himself. And then after like... Uh, like no, I think it's more t- meditating or something. When you look really? at someone ah, juggling fire. Maybe. I always think it's for the audience, it's more of a danger thing. It's like, should he do it? And that's why whenever I do like the knives or the fire, it's like, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to try this and this and see if I can do it. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, any other examples? Oh yeah, like I said before, like find stuff that people can identify with, and just some modern examples, um, like mobile phones. I think there should be some more mobile phone juggling out there. I've got this one idea that I had is to juggle like two objects in a mobile phone and have have someone else's mobile phone mm-hmm. next to the stage. And as I juggle, type in the mobile phone number of the other person's phone, and then as they're doing it, it calls them and they pick it up, and then I stop juggling and calls from the mobile phone. Again, might be impressive to jugglers if you do non jugglers if you do it well, but. That's again more about an idea, about a trick. I'm just saying the, the prop, use, do yeah. something that people can identify. People know how difficult it is to type numbers into a mobile phone. So if you can do it while juggling, it's there. People take put on coats and take off coats all the time. So I do it while juggling. And, you know, people have, okay. everyone's stuck their hand the wrong way down, um, down the uh, arm. So do that. And I just came up with the idea because I was playing on the Wii uh, got a Wii. That's pretty much why we've not done so many podcasts. <laughs> not really. Um, so not true. I've um, been working like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, playing Wii tennis. Luke so I'm thinking, Wii. well, you know, playing, like have two balls in a Wii mote and then have a screen there and uh, and when you're juggling, play tennis with someone at the same time while juggling. I'm just saying. That's ju- an idea. I'm just saying it could that is a trick that is the kind of trick that would be impressive for non-jugglers in the same way that people juggle while doing that you know the dancing dance dance revolution but then kind people of thing. need to know we everybody knows we that's crap okay more people know we than don't know we especially kids who are coming to see a show anyway so um, any anything else that you can juggle Polly any other final tricks that you want to talk I about I can juggle yawns I'm you're really tired. Now. Yeah, you're doing a five-five-one. <laughs> no four. That's not even a size one. Um, so uh, it, lots of yards. So that's it. I think we're both tired. It is about half past twelve in the morning, and it's time to finish up. And oh, Polar went out the other night, and she oh. came back at half past seven in the morning, and it was already light outside. And by that time, I thought, oh, she's gone out. She must have stayed over at a friend's house or something. <laughs> and coming back, she wasn't. No, she came back and flopped into bed and didn't get up until 10 o'clock in the night. <laughs> the next night. <laughs> the next night. <laughs> I couldn't move. So, yeah, Polar's still of my not recovered, I think. ever. No, yeah. I'm still sick. You're still sick from it? I'm still sick. Wow. Or the food wasn't right. Could have been that. For Gamble the last fight. two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Polar's eaten five meals in a row with bad food in it. <laughs> or she was... Yeah, the over. last beer wasn't good. Yeah, it was that last dodgy beer. Okay, so that's it. Uh, any emails, email them in, luke at juggler.net or check or out Polar at yahoo.com. Yeah, or just look at the websites, find the links and you can keep in contact. Join up for the Facebook group. Again, not a lot happens there, but you, you, we'll send out messages now and then to different people uh, and different things and events and stuff like that. Also, if you want to come to the EJC and you want to take part in the open stage, Yoo-hoo! I'm the main organiser for the open stage. Just I send in your details. 
Paul is the main organizer of the games at the EJC. Oh, so yeah. if if you got any requests for games at the EJC, we're doing the we're aiming for the biggest, most interesting, biggest games ever. Best games of course. ever. Of course. Every single time. And I've had uh, some people were saying, hey, we should do like a world record attempt. So like the most people juggling five balls at once. And I think EJC game session. Oh, I, I should look up the record book. I don't know what I don't know what, if there's any official record, but, you know, that kind of thing. You know, yeah, it's, but maybe I could think it, of something really cool. What, most people balancing a club on their nose at the same time or yeah, something? Yeah, we'll while, while being a big 2008 or some crap. <laughs> I mean, we, we should go for yeah, a crap We should thing. get 2008 people juggling five balls at once or balancing yeah, a club at once. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe not during the game <laughs> session. Maybe just straight after the games. We'll do the big toss-up, and then we'll go for a, a world record attempt. We can juggle. just go for the biggest toss-up. Yeah. Record. Okay. Most people being hurt at a big toss-up. Most unicycles Most landing on people. <laughs> being thrown up at a toss-up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so if you want any any information... No, if you want to give us any ideas any about games... Any crap ideas, <laughs> any more ideas for... No, I'm really going for... If you have any good idea for a record... Apply? No. Uh, World record. Yeah. Application. Application. Just send it in. Yeah. Or and I'll think about it. Or if you want, uh, if you want to take part in the open stage, send me in an email, um, or, or look at the EJC site, the website, ejc2008.org.net.de.de. That's it. So uh, check that out for any more yeah, information. Because it's anyway, in we've Germany. been going fifty-six minutes here. Let's get this. Yeah, let's you are talking like an idiot. Y- you are too. <laughs> anyway, somebody also asked, wh- "What about world peace?" Someone else asked that? Yeah, Who? let me just... Uh, let me see. Um, it was asked by David Morrison. He says, Hi, Logan Pola. I love to hear your interviews with the jugglers. What can you tell us about historic jugglers or great jugglers who are no longer performing? Are there any juggling books you could discuss in the podcast? What happened to World Peace? World Peace is here just for you, David. Okay. Bring it to everyone. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot for all the messages, David, Graham, Gerhard. Marco. It's mainly G, 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 G. Lots of people who've got G in the name. Okay, so uh, see you later. Bye. we do the funny bit that I always put after the music at the end. Shall I fart into the microphone? Go for it. <laughs>